Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast presented by the Denver Post. This is sports writer Kyle Newman, joined as usual by my colleague Ryan O'Halloran. we got a loaded show for you here today, talking observations from OTAs earlier this week. Peyton Manning going into the Broncos Ring of Fame this year. Brandon McManus's take on the player's statement in mid-April and a little backpedaling off of that and also what to watch for in mandatory minicamp in Dove Valley next week. So we'll start off, Ryan, by rewinding the clock a little bit from today, Thursday, the recording of this podcast, back to Monday. That was the last OTA we got to see in person, and it was the first OTA this year where Vic Fangio and the Broncos win 11-on-11. What were your main takeaways from that session? And, And Vic came away pretty pleased, it seemed like, even though there were some errors here and there. I would have been surprised if you would have said it was disappointing because, you know, like you said, it is the first, uh, you know, the first run through of eleven on eleven. So that means a lot more bodies on the field running into each other. Um, I thought Drew Locke was pressing, and my advice to Drew would be: you can't win the job in June, but you can start on your road to losing it in June. And you know, he, the ball slides out of his hands, intercepted by Malik Reed in eleven on eleven. You know, nine on seven or seven on seven or whatever. Uh, you know, locks on a receiver, Justin Simmons easily intercepts it. You know, Teddy Bridgewater was intercepted too on a long throw. So my thing is, on the quarterbacks is you got one with Drew Lock who has superior arm strength, but is questioning where to go with the football. You got Teddy Bridgewater who doesn't question where he's going with the football. It just takes a little longer to get there. You can't clone the two, so the Broncos are stuck having to go with one or the other. And another big takeaway from me, Ryan, watching on Monday was an encouraging one, and that's Cortland Sutton and Albert O both coming off of knee injuries. Of course, Cortland suffered his in week two, Albert O week seven in Atlanta. But both of those guys were running around, you know, catching passes, cutting, not not full go quite yet, but you can tell they're definitely on the way back. So an encouraging sign for uh, Broncos fans and for whoever is slinging the ball to, to those guys. And this is this is about what uh, it's about what we expected from Sutton. It's what Cortland told me way back in January. Hey, he's going to dip his toe in the water during the offseason program. And, and quite frankly, this is how I would uh, treat Cortland throughout training camp: is set September twelfth as your goal. Make sure he's sharp. Make sure he's healthy. Make sure he's has is at top condition so he can play a full game. You have all these other young receivers that you want to get reps to, so uh, you know what Sutton could do. You want Judy to gain some momentum during the offseason program. You want to get KJ back on the field from his hamstring injury. He did not work on Monday. And uh, so, uh, to me, that's a concern. He didn't think it was. But, um, you know, another guy who was running around out there was Von Miller. And I always take that with a grain of salt. You know, Von's going to always be trying to entertain the players, entertain the media. But, you know, he talked to the media on Wednesday. What were some of your takeaways from his comments? Yeah, a couple takeaways there, Ryan. Well, first of all, he talked about Peyton Manning and, you know, his respect for him. We'll get to Peyton in a second being inducted or elected, shall I say, into the Ring of Fame, inducted later on this year. Talked about Peyton Manning, but he also talked about his pass rush summit, which, uh, you know, fifth year doing this. Last year it was all virtual. Year before that, they did it at UNLV and had a a bunch of top-name guys there, and this year, again, they're doing it back in Las Vegas at a private high school, you know, two hours on the field, hour break, two hours in the, in the film study, 
But it was it was noticeable to me. Most interesting comments I thought were Vaughn's comments on the young guys coming this year. And he said, there's a lot more younger guys coming this year than in years past. And he's embracing that. He's kind of, you know, embracing that mentorship side of, of football that he's now coming into later in his career. And he also had a good laugh, Ryan, as you and I saw at uh, the critics from a couple years ago who said, why is he sharing all these tips with the opposition? Well, now you got the tight end summit, you got offensive lineman summit, you got all kinds of positional groups, elite players around the league meeting up and sharing tips. So a little bit of a trailblazer in that regard, and, and Von Miller looking forward to this year's event once again and playing some golf. He, he also made, made sure to mention he structured, structured the, uh, the camp so that he could get away and play golf every day as well. Well, I think what you hear from Von Miller is a, is a sense of urgency, and that's understandable. Uh, he's on the last year of his contract. He knows he's not going to make 18 or $19 million somewhere next year, be it the Broncos or another place. So his goal besides winning games should be, hey, i got to be productive to put up numbers so I can either finish my career as a one-team one player with Denver or join a contender next year at a good, at a good market rate. So – I think he has reason to be excited coming off last year. And, and you hear it from all guys who, who have overcome injuries like that. You know, you appreciate the game when you're playing it. You really miss it when you can't play. And I think that's what you hear from Cortland Sutton, and that's what you hear from Bob Miller. Wednesday, he said it's good to dust the cobwebs off, get back to playing football. So we'll be tracking Von Miller's progression here, coming off of that ankle injury that cost him all of 2020. Again, this is the first Orange podcast. Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran. Loaded show continues here, and Peyton Manning is our next subject. Broncos announced earlier this week that the quarterback will be the 35th member of the Broncos Ring of Fame, and he'll be inducted against in a game against Washington later this year. So big honor for Manning, not uh, unexpected with him going into Canton as well. And he'll be just one of two Broncos along with Champ Bailey to go into Canton and the ring of honor in the same year. Yeah. And most of the players, uh, get the Ring of Fame honor before they get the Hall of Fame honor. You know, the calendar is a little different back when John Elway did it. Uh, he was the first ballot guy, obviously, but, but the Manning thing's a no-brainer. Uh, you know, the impact he made on this organization in, in just four years is still felt today. He set a standard. He uh, took over the locker room, and he had tremendous success. He won the MVP in his second year here, and then he finished with uh, a Broncos Super Bowl after the 15th season. So, uh, you know, he'll... Yeah, it's a busy calendar for the Broncos. Mike Shanahan was elected last year, but they obviously did not have a ceremony. Uh, so uh, Mike will have his day on October 17th against the Raiders. Steve Atwater gets his Hall of Fame ring. Uh, Peyton Manning is going to get his Hall of Fame ring in Indianapolis. John Lynch is going to get his in Tampa Bay, which I think is, is uh, just, you know, justifiable. And then Peyton has his ring of fame. Uh, ceremony October 31st against Washington. Don't call the Redskins, call the Washington football team. Good job, Ryan. You didn't even slip up there. You went out of your way to make sure everyone knew. That's that's we're improving here in the Washington regard. So well, I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm a little slow on political correctness. Uh, maybe that's the the North Dakota hillbilly in me. Right. But uh, <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, last thing I'm Manning is. You know, people, a lot of people here are living in the past, and still, you know, he's still the quarterback. But that's what happens when you have no stability at the most important position after a Hall of Famer retires. And as he told me a couple of weeks ago, hey, you reach for all quarterbacks, but what the quarterbacks here need is continuity, and maybe they're getting that with Pat Shermer being the second year with his system. 
So Peyton Manning, or Denver area resident, as you like to say, be inducted during the Week 8 game against Washington. Moving on to the next topic here. We got to catch up with Brandon McManus finally on Wednesday. And, of course, McManus, the NFLPA player rep for the Broncos, he was the one basically spearheading in April the statement that said that, you know, players don't want to come into OTAs, et cetera, uh, in voluntary workouts. McManus said that the players wanted to stay away because of COVID concerns and a desire to train on their own. What did you make of McManus's comments and a little bit of walk back, a little bit of parsing words there on Wednesday? And a, and a little bit hot air, Kyle. Uh, and, you know, I asked the question, and, and the part of that statement that upset people in the organization is when the Broncos player said the product was never better. You're 5-11. You're a last-place team. You stunk. The product wasn't better because you got to stay away during the offseason program. And I asked him, I said, is there any regret over that part of the statement? And amazingly, he said no. He said he was speaking from a league-wide level. Well, that, that's not a good answer because that statement was framed in a Broncos context citing the testing results, which were a little fishy and you know bordering on inaccurate. But just like Justin Simmons, I did not think handled this part well last a couple weeks ago. I don't think Brandon McManus handled it well again the other day. They said, hey, we made our statement. Guys decided to show up. Most of the guys are here for OTAs. What we're talking about is, hey, for phase one and phase two, a lot of guys prefer to work out on their own in their hometowns and their home cities with their personal trainers, with uh, with other players, and then they come here for OTAs. Uh, it was a very simple message to get across, and I think the players have, uh, by and large, been unable to deliver that and justify that statement. First in Orange Podcast, that's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman. So, we have rookie Manning camp. Now we're in OTAs, winding down here with the final couple OTAs as of the recording of this podcast. Next week, mandatory mini camp, June 15th through 17th. What should fans look out for there and, and storylines heading into a mandatory mini camp where we should expect to see Melvin Gordon, right, Ryan? Yeah, and, you know, Melvin knows exactly what he was risking if he skips mandatory mini camp. It's for, you know, nearly 100 grand, so he'll be here. Uh, I think the other thing is, okay, do a lot of the guys who've been nursing some injuries, are they back on the field? We have not seen Shelby Harris at all during OTAs. Uh, Mike Purcell, I would not expect to see him, but guys like Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, uh, do Alberto and the St. Bassey do a little more work, the same with Cortland Sutton. So I think what we're going to see, because we're able to attend all three days, is we're going we're get, we're to get a, get a view of how do the – coaches view the depth chart going into camp who's your number two offensive line who's your number three defensive line who is your diamond nickel guys so uh you know personally i'm looking forward to it uh, because it's well it's football and also it's uh, it's a nice way to end the offseason that is tuesday through thursday of next week ryan and i will of course be out there covering and you can follow along with our reporting at denverpost.com slash broncos for continued coverage of the team throughout the summer and heading into the fall. Appreciate you listening in to today's show. Remember to head to denverpost.com slash broncos and denverpost.com. Until next time, folks, take it easy.